Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Savage Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back, Rose. Oh, my God. (laughs) As you guys can see, we are not together. <laughs> no, so sad. Oh, such sadness. Uh, why the, are we not together, the, Daniel? Well, because Rose decided to go on a kind of uh, staycation, if you will. Um, <laughs> Is it called a staycation when I went somewhere? Uh, well, because it's still the same country, so I think it would be considered a staycation. No, I don't know what's considered. I what's considered a staycation? I thought staycation I, is like when you stay in your city, but maybe yeah. I'm totally wrong. I see. And I thought the staycation, well, I think it could be both. It's like, I felt like it was like, you didn't leave your country. So like you maybe did like a trip to like another part of your country, but you didn't actually go anywhere else. But then what if I went to Toronto? Would that be a staycation? I don't think so. Yeah, it would be. You're just making shit up now. (laughs) You're just making shit up now. Uh, Okay. Well, anyway, I don't think it was a staycation because we drove like 10 hours to get to Vancouver. That is not a staycation. That is a vacation. Okay, a vacation then. So Rose decided Although I would to... like no, although I would like to say it was a staycation so I don't get in trouble for yeah. going on vacation. <laughs> oh, we'll get into that in a minute, Rose. Okay, goddamn. Oh, goddamn, you you going to give me a lecture? No, but uh, goddamn, people be savages all hell. <laughs> um, uh, no, but uh, so basically Rose decided to leave me um all by myself in Calgary uh once again. Um and yeah, so she went away to Vancouver and if, where else did you go? Okay, so we did a road trip. Myself mm-hmm. and my girlfriends did a little road trip mm-hmm. to, ah, where do we go? So we went to Vancouver, which is like a 10-hour drive, 10-plus-hour drive. And then we went to Tofino. So we stayed in Vancouver for a few days. Then we went to Tofino, yeah. which is um, in the... Uh, Vancouver uh, wait, Island, right? Yes, Vancouver yeah. Island. And then we were in Tofino for a few days. And then we went back to Vancouver for one day. And then we drove to Penticton, stayed there mm-hmm. one night, and then drove back. But then did a little stop also in Kelowna. Yeah. God damn, you'd be going all over BC. I know. It was a BC trip. Oh, that's so nice. I think I when I really saw, saw your guys' pictures and stuff... I think I actually, I've been to Vancouver Island before, but I don't think I've ever been to Tofino. Like, Yeah, Tofino is a is an interesting place. It's really, really nice. The beaches mm-hmm. are like really beautiful and like really flat. Yeah. It feels like you could just like walk on the beach, like on the water or something because the water is like so flat looking. Um, uh, the waves okay. are like really calm and it's really, really beautiful. Highly mm-hmm. recommend. You can do like oh, whale great. watching and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's, did you guys go whale watching? No, because my friends were like, it's boring. So we didn't go whale watching. What? How is whale watching boring though? I mean, have you gone whale watching? Like I can see what they mean. <laughs> I have, I've gone. Yeah, I've definitely gone whale. Well, not whale watching. We went, um, I remember when I was in Hong Kong, we went dolphin watching to find the like pink dolphins in the harbor. I think that's a little bit different with whale watching. Mm-hmm. I feel like it depends on the experience, but Sometimes it's like hard to actually see them. And even if you see them, they might be like really far away. Yeah, true. So like I get it. I get the sentiment because I've done Mm -hmm. it before. And like even though it was it's kind of cool when you do see them, it's not like mind blowing in terms of And actually, you know what? That's actually a good point because I think when you do go, like it's still pretty cool to see them, but you're right. Like I think some people when they think of whale watching, they think that they're gonna see this massive whale, but really all you see is like their kind of tail come out of the water maybe. Or like a little bit of yeah, or like a little fin or like you don't really see the full whale itself. Exactly. So, So I get it. I get it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we didn't go whale watching. Some um some of my friends went surfing. Uh I did not because well they did like a surfing lesson. Cause they yeah. hadn't served and I did not because I don't want to, you know, drink all the seawater. <laughs> <laughs> Surfing's so fun though. I've loved it. Have you it. done? Yeah. I've gone a few places. When, like, Daniel? When, I was, when I was traveling, I, um. Can you stand? Uh, yeah, I did. I was able to get up a Shut few times. Up. Yeah, I'm serious. I have, I have pictures of me doing it. Oh, God damn, Daniel. You be athletic. Mm-hmm. I may be in this homosexual body, but I'm athletic as hell. Excuse me. That is uh, that is offensive to women. What, what you oh, be that- saying? And homosexuals. <laughs> no. You That's be saying true. homosexuals and women cannot do athletics. I never said nothing of the sort. Is that, is that what you be implying? God damn, I'd be turning red as hell now. Um, 
<laughs> no, no, that's not what I meant. It was just a joke. But like, I'm yeah, just was, kidding. Yeah, it was. It was. It's a lot of fun, and I think you get that kind of sense of accomplishment when you finally. Totally. It's actually really hard to get up on the board. You have to use I so heard. much upper body strength. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy because I actually did. Um, also, when I was in Kelowna last time, I did wakeboarding. Ooh. And that is like so freaking hard because I literally like I was holding onto the like yeah. bar, the T bar or whatever. And I just like couldn't get up. Like no matter how hard I tried, it felt like my arms were like going to be ripped out of my sockets or something. Right. And I was like, I was like, I just couldn't get up on the board. So yeah. Oh, you never did. Yeah. You never did with wakeboarding. With wakeboarding, no. Oh, with but surfing, with surfing I was able you to. did. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. very interesting. I know. I don't know why that is, but uh, oh, for whatever damn. reason, that's, that's just what happened. Um, well, yeah. Well, that'd be exciting as all hell. Goddamn. So basically the reason that we're doing the podcast like this for all of our <laughs> listeners and our watchers is because we be following the rules of the COVID. Actually, I don't even know if we are like, we might be over overdoing this. It could be, but basically we're taking precautions and we're not seeing each other until Rose gets her test result back. Okay, so basically, I got back yesterday, and um, mm-hmm. like I have no symptoms. Like everything's totally fine. Yeah. Uh, well, the only thing I have was like a sore throat, but I really, genuinely, like I feel like I know that it has nothing to do with COVID because I get, yeah. you know me, I get sore throat very easily when I travel. Yeah. And it's like usually because I'm like partying and like talking too much and doing a lot, mm. and then I get like you a sore talking throat. too much, Rose. I don't. Excuse I don't me, Daniel. Thing. <laughs> Excuse me, Daniel. Says the guy that can't stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, uh, no, my throat is fine. Like everything is fine. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have any symptoms. Yeah. But uh, because I went out of province, even though it's a province next to it, I'm just kind of mm-hmm. like, maybe I should get a test just to make yeah. sure. So I got a <coughs> I test today. They did like a little throat swab. It was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh God. But then they were like, oh, results back in five to seven days. Like what in the what? mother? I know. I, I thought it was two to three. Like why? I, why? I have what no idea. What these rapid, te- rapid, rapid tests? Well, I think it's because I went to like a drugstore oh, to do the test, okay, like yeah, a pharmacy. Yeah. And I think they have yeah. to send the result, like the lab, uh, send it to the lab and then get it back from the lab. But still, mm-hmm. like, I'm just like, is there even a point? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to still be careful, but like, I still like, yeah. I'm going to like, I still have to go to work and stuff, but I'll be wearing a mask and obviously like being you yeah. know, extra careful. Uh, but we didn't want to meet because like we knew that we couldn't wear a mask. Exactly. Well, yeah. given what like, we're doing now. Exactly. It's like, imagine trying to do this podcast with a mask on. I just don't think it would work, we to be honest. Sister, we <laughs> yeah. No one can hear us. Exactly. People so. can barely hear us when, like, when I have a mask on, it's already mm-hmm. hard to hear people. Yeah. So anyways, I just like decided to do the test just to make sure. Mm. Um, Plus, even do though, you think- yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, plus, do you think a big part of it? Like one thing that I've noticed also, like when you're trying to talk to people that have masks on, I think like a big part of like, I think that we all subconsciously do this where we don't fully listen to the people talking, but sometimes we watch their mouth and we can, you know, because we see their, like the way that they're speaking and stuff, you can pick up what they've said. Whereas now totally. it's like you really have to focus because like you have to like listen to every sound um, because it's just really difficult to, um, to understand what people are saying under a mask sometimes. It's true. It's true. Yeah. I mean, especially if someone has like an accent or something, that's why like mm. when you're on the phone, it's always a little bit harder to understand, I think, because yeah. you're not talking to them like face to face because you're not seeing oh, their mouth move. So, so the message can mm-hmm. get misconstrued and stuff, right? Because it's like, exactly. Oh, yeah, no, that's so easy. So to with do. these goddamn masks, it's hard <laughs> to understand people. Mm-hmm. God damn. I just I just wanted to I just wanted to put that out there like that we're being responsible and we're <laughs> I love how you just have to prove yourself every time I do because I feel like we've get, I know we've people get really mad of, yeah we've been getting a little bit of backlash um well not well, backlash, I some backlash like, from uh from for traveling yeah well there was one there was a couple comments that were about us like sitting next to each other and stuff and that like we should you know we need to be careful doing that that was older comments mm-hmm. um and then someone also recently commented about you not wearing a mask at the beach or something Oh, God damn. Yeah. We'd be outside. And, well, I understand people's concern and stuff, but again, right. I like I responded to that one and I was just like, you know, at the end of the day, we are following the precautions. Like if we're in an outdoor space, we're trying to maintain six feet and do social distancing. And if we're indoors, <laughs> we are wearing our masks. So like, you know, and then look at it right now, right? Technically, we probably could have gone and seen each other and done the podcast, but we're being precautious and being like, actually, let's, 
let's yeah. do this virtually, which is, you know, it's nostalgic. It's like as if yeah, I'm in oh Spain God, again. It brings back, brings back the old memories I of know. Uh, you being in Spain, stuck in quarantine. Oh God, I never want to go back to that. I mean, <laughs> I would love to go back to Spain. Don't get me wrong. I love Spain so much. Yes. But I never want to go back to quarantining in that horrible apartment with oh, my God. crazy ass landlord and... Yeah, I just never want to. I don't want to go back to that. You don't want to experience that again. Mm-mm, don't want to go back to that dark place. Although God I did damn. really enjoy teaching. That was super fun. So I would I do know. That. Do you miss those kids? Oh, they were so cute. They, they were I told cute. you that they, um, I don't think I ever showed you, but um, they like filmed me a video. Like a, a you told me, video, yeah. And it was so Aww. cute. And their little accent too. They were like, Daniel, you were the first Canadian that we've ever ah! met. <laughs> I was like, oh. Canadian. Yeah. That is so um, cute. Yeah, it was adorable. It was adorable. God damn. So. Well, anyways, well, so what What be the laugh update with you, Daniels? I haven't seen you in forevers. That's true. Well, um, let's see. What's happened here? I, oh God, what is going on? So I got my <laughs> learner's license. <laughs> <laughs> Have Honestly, we talked about this? I already made fun of you already, right? Yeah, I think he did. Okay. But basically I feel again. like I'm I'm like a 14 year old right now because I'm literally back at my parents house uh <laughs> and I'm like retaking my learners because I let my license basically expire for more than three years um so now I have to redo all the tests but there is a good thing so in Canada for those of you that don't know we have like three stages for our driver's test so stage one is get your learners which you can do at 14 years old um then stage two 14 is, year old Daniel yep reliving my youth you know um Mm -hmm. and then the next stage is um a gdl license i believe um where basically it's like you've graduated the license program but you're not um you're still a fully fledged driver but you're not like you have certain restrictions in place like curfew zero alcohol tolerance and a bunch of other stuff um and then you can take what's called an advanced driver's test where you take another test and you become like i guess a fully fledged driver with no restrictions basically um and they told me that I don't have to do this, the the GDL test. I can go straight to the advanced. Oh, okay. So that's, so that's good. And so I have been practicing with my parents <laughs> as well. Oh my God. It's so embarrassing. I've driven for oh like... Oh my God. I drove before I left Canada. I've drove for like six or seven years and I was like a good driver. So like it was really weird getting behind the wheel again and with my like dad sitting next to me like... Oh my God. Um, but uh, it, the good thing is it like... It came back to me like quite easily, I think. Of course. Um, there's it, The weird thing is, is like, I remember when I was driving because I'd driven for so long, I didn't have to think about it. Like I could just like drive. Whereas now I'm like, okay, I need to shoulder check. I need to, you know what I mean? It's not as second nature yet. Oh, um, okay. But I think that will just come with time. Yeah. So when are you going to do your uh, driver's lessons? Uh, well, I still want to do like a little bit more practicing. Like I just want to practice like parallel parking and a few other things just so that I know for sure that I'm like ready. Um, but I'll probably take it. I'm thinking maybe the end of this month or, um, little Daniel growing up. No, I'm going to be a fully fledged driver. (laughs) Watch out. Well, to Um, be fair, I don't, I only have my GDL, I think, or non, mm -hmm. is it called GDL or non GDL? No, I think it's GDL. You okay. would be GDL, I think. So I'm like, because no, no. I never took yeah. the advanced test because I just like yeah. didn't bother. Well, because like they, they they did this like right after, like just before we were starting to get our licenses and stuff. Because it never used to be these two tests. It used to just be oh, one really? to your drivers. Yeah. And then they like split it up because they wanted to have like more of a, um, I guess, not control, but like, I don't know. They wanted a more rigorous program for you to go through. And like, I just don't see the big advantage to getting your GDL off. Like the only main thing is like you get more demerit points Yeah, and you can drive. Technically, if you have GDL, I believe you have a curfew when you drive, but. Whoops. Haven't been yeah. following that rule. Oh, God damn, oh, Rose. This be a This be a public space. You can tell <laughs> the world. Oh, God damn. So oh, yeah. So I, did... I barely drive. I barely mm. drive. So that's true. And it's pretty scary getting in the vehicle with you, to be honest. Um, Excuse me. That's rude <laughs> as hell. God damn. <laughs> the shade. The shade is the real. The shade you're, is real. You're back for a day and the shade's already come out, you know? Oh, God um, damn, Daniel. <laughs> okay, so you're getting ready for your little driver's test. Yeah, so my driver's <laughs> test. And then also, um, I've been biking. I got back into biking this last couple of Okay, this so last you week. bought a bike or you have a bike? Well, my I, we already have a bike, but I got a helmet okay. and stuff and like, got the gear for myself. And... 
I've just been biking all over the city and I forgot how Aww. much, well, first of all, I forgot how hard biking can be like getting up hills and stuff. Yes. But I also, I also forgot how much I enjoyed it. Like it's just so nice. And yeah. Where my parents live, it's like literally, I feel like I can get almost anywhere I want in like about 20, 25 minutes. Right. Like it's, it's With crazy. The bike. Like, yeah. Like I, I, I biked like, um, downtown and back just to see how long it would take me as well. And it's like 25 minutes from my house to downtown biking. Right. One way, right? Yeah. One way. Right. And then it would be like another, it's like 35 the way back because there's a massive hill. Oh, it's hill uphill. And, yeah. Oh, and like nice. That. Yeah. So I've well, enjoy that. it while the weather is still relatively okay. Well, it got freezing cold today, so... Oh, was it not cold for while I was gone? Not really, no. Oh my God, BC weather was so nice. It was like 27 or 28 last week, Rose. Really? Here, yeah. I think it was like Friday was 27. And then there was a couple other days that were like 26 or 25. It was a really good week, actually. Oh, so I didn't have to be in BC, basically. No. (laughs) And then you came back and then this happened, you know? No, I brought the bad weather. Mm-hmm. I was meaning to ask you. So, okay. So you had your little like road trip and stuff. Um, so what was the like vegan food like? And what was like, did you stop at any like cool places you'd want to go again or? You know, I did. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Yes. So let's see. In Vancouver, obviously I was traveling with non-vegans. So I didn't always go to like the vegan restaurant. This is one thing like I want to like, we need to do a trip. Like, look, I love traveling with my non-vegan friends. But mm-hmm. there is something about traveling with another vegan because mm-hmm. then you can like fully like indulge in the vegan, you know, vegan yeah. food. You get that um, full vegan experience. That, exactly. That ooh la la, that, <laughs> sense, that <laughs> vegan sensation. Yeah. So where do we go? So, um, 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 oh, I really liked Virtuous Pie. That was in Vancouver. It's like a, okay. it's like a vegan pizza place. And I've always wanted okay. to go for like a long time. So I went mm-hmm. there. And it was so good. The pieces were like really yummy. You would really like mm-hmm. it for sure. Yeah. Um, and then, but that place, like they didn't have dine-in anymore because of COVID. So we had to take yeah. it out, but that was fine. Where else did I eat? Oh my God. I went to this place for vegan sushi. That was really good. It's not mm-hmm. a vegan place, but they had vegan sushi. What yeah. was the name of that place? It was like a really weird restaurant. <laughs> they had like... It was like a sushi restaurant, but it was like really dark and they had like neon decor and it was like almost like they had uh, like, how do I, pinatas on the like. So it was like Mexican <laughs> themed ceiling. as well? Like yeah. A like it almost looked sushi place. This is like random. it almost looked Mexican. I was like, it looks like a yeah. Mexican like decor because mm. very colorful, like neon lights and like really strange. Um, yeah. And like really weird art pieces. Like there was like a poster of, uh, you know, that movie, The Shining, like the two twins. Like, have you seen The Shining? I I haven't seen The Shining, no. There's like two twin girls that are like really creepy looking. There's like a poster of them like in the bathroom. Anyway, very random, but Mm -hmm. it was like really good. Oh my God. I didn't remember the name. Yeah. Oh, what was the name? The General Public Sushi House, I think was the name. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. And how... mm -hmm. I was going to say, how nice is Vancouver? Oh, are you just trying to get me to admit? Okay, look. Yeah. Vancouver, the first, my first impression, because we were staying in downtown Vancouver. So we mm. drove like throughout downtown past yeah. East, Haste, East Hastings Street. Oh, God. And it was like, I have, I was like kind of shocked at mm. how many, like, unfortunately homeless people there were yeah. and like how shady it looked on that street. I was like, yeah. holy crap. That's like you a know? renowned, like, yeah. um, I think, I think East Hastings is like a really renowned area of, of Vancouver. Very I dangerous. Seem to remember, yeah. It's like right by Gastown or something. Cause I seem to remember there's like a really nice part and then you like go over a, like yes. a street and then it like gets really rough. And I think, and don't quote me on this, um, but I remember watching this program about um, parts of Canada were trying to unveil these kind of, um, what do they call them? Safe needle programs. So basically, and I believe that East Hastings was one of the areas where they had like a a safe needle place for people to go and inject and do whatever um, Mm -hmm. safely. And then there was also in conjunction with that, like a rehab slash um, help place as part of that as well, if people wanted to find help. But it was just to kind of promote clean needle use, I guess. Yeah. Um, But I just remember that being, I think, I swear it was like around East Hastings area. No, I'm I'm, I'm sure you're right. They do have like a big drug problem over there. So anyway, that was my first impression. (laughs) And we were like in the downtown area, which like, in my opinion, like just in that, um, 
like near East Hastings, but no, yeah. but we, we weren't in East Hastings, but yeah. um, it was like close enough. Mm. And like that area wasn't like the nicest, but then yeah. we went to, of course we went to Gastown. That was really nice. Yeah, and Gastown. we went to um, where Yale town, like with like lots yeah. of restaurants. Yeah. Um, but my favorite part was Kitsilano beach. Oh, I've never been to Kitsilano beach. Oh my God. That's like the only <laughs> Like if I had not seen Kisilano Beach and just saw like Yale Town and Gastown, I would just think yeah. it's just okay. Like I wouldn't be super impressed because what it's about just, like the what about what? the beach that's like right in the city though? Uh, what's that one called? Like Stanley Beach or something or something oh, like that? I only Did you went, go there? Like Stanley Park. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, there's it's, there's Stanley Park. Big, I didn't go to the beach, unfortunately. Uh, I didn't okay, have a chance okay. to go to the beach, but we went to Stanley Park briefly. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have a chance to like explore Stanley Park too too much. Mm. Um. Well, be for when we go, Rose. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yes, I get it. Like it is, it yeah. is like cool. And mm-hmm. um, I get why like people like to live there. Although yeah. I also get why people don't like to live there because it's ridiculously expensive. Yeah. So well, and, and, and that probably like emphasizes why they have, I mean, I know most big cities have some level of homelessness, but I do feel like some areas where they're starting to get like really, really expensive, like London or like, Vancouver, it's like you're going to probably see more of it because more and more people are not going to be able to afford to rent even. So it gets kind of crazy. And I think actually this is why one thing like I know that most people probably do this anyway, but one word of advice that I would give if you are traveling to different cities and stuff is definitely do your research because imagine if you guys had stayed in East Hastings, like booked a hotel that was like right off there, the kind of experience that you would have. Right. So I think just the shout out to the listeners and whoever, when you are booking, you know, once the COVID opens up and you can do more traveling and you're booking places, just make sure to do some research because the the area that you stay in can make a huge impact. Yeah, totally. Hugely. Like remember when we, um, (laughs) when one of our friends, when we stayed in uh, Croatia, they booked our, our, our hotel, like really far from the center and we had to take like two buses or something ridiculous to get to the center of the city. Yeah. 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 So you have to do your research where you stay is so important. Mm hmm. So, but yeah, so no, Vancouver, very nice city. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. big uh, homeless crisis, much bigger yeah. than I think uh, lots of other, like obviously bigger than Calgary. Um, yeah. I think even maybe potentially worse than Toronto. Like I haven't seen that in Toronto, but maybe there is yeah. an area in Toronto. Um, but yeah, I was pretty shocked. I knew that, obviously I knew that Canada has homelessness and drug issues yeah. and, you know, just yeah. like any other country, but like, the level that I saw in Vancouver mm. was like pretty shocking because I didn't think it was it would be to that level. Yeah, in was Canada. it similar to? Because um, I'm trying to remember. Because you have you been to San Francisco recently? Yes, it was. Sim- it he- was like it reminded me of San Francisco. Uh, okay, yeah, because I heard. But I, San Francisco like, is worse, I think. Really, San Francisco is really bad. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, I really want to go to San Francisco, but like everyone that I hear that goes there and like comes back, like I'm sure it's a beautiful city and stuff, but like they say that there's like just such a huge amount of like homelessness and like kind of dodgy areas, I guess. It's no, it is a really cool city. And like, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. let that deter you from going because it's still a cool city Mm -hmm. and there's a lot to see and a lot to do. And it's like really easy to get around and stuff. Um, But yeah, there is a lot of homelessness like it's yeah. and San Francisco was like really really and I know a lot of cities are like this because they're laid out really strangely where one one road will be like totally fine completely like almost nice even and then you like turn yeah. into another road and then it's like in it's just all like homeless people and like mm. and it it's just like but San Francisco was like the extreme level of like one road will be like completely fine you're in downtown you're walking down one road there's shops everything's great it's all tourists you turn to another road and it's like all of a sudden it's just a huge just lineup a street full of homeless people yeah and it's sad because Mm -hmm. the thing is like i think most of them are just harmless because i remember like my friend just said like um it's fine because they're harmless like they're not really going to do anything um but then it's just like it's sad because how do I say it's like, they're already homeless. Um, but then because we don't want to, like, we don't want to go there and we want to avoid that area. It almost demonizes it further. And then exactly. It's, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's such a tough one about that because like again, like you say, is like majority of the people that are in that situation are harmless. 
Um, yeah. I, you know, they're just, you know, tough on luck or they have some, you know, something happened or whatever. There's multiple reasons why they could be in that situation. Right. Um, but you're right. I think because there's this kind of that fear and I, I'm guilty of this as well, but there are going to be some people that are homeless that are, um, you know, looking to try to get money or, yeah. or, you know what I mean? Maybe they have some severe drug problems where people like that are very unpredictable. So you just don't know what they're yeah. going to do. Um, and that does kind of further demonize the people that are homeless and, you know, I makes know. people scared to go to those areas. And I'm yeah. guilty of it as well, because I, I personally, if I was in San Francisco walking down a street and went down another street whereby, you know, I'm sure the people there are fine and most of them would be friendly. I would feel very uneasy. Yeah. So. And a lot of them have like drug problems and, mm-hmm. um, not all of them obviously, yeah. but some mental problems. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just like a shitty situation, but yes, uh, yeah. Vancouver, other than yeah. the homeless crisis, mm-hmm. it was, um, it's a cool city. Oh, even Chinatown was really shady. Yeah. Really? Have you been to Chinatown in Vancouver? I, I was think shocked. I have, but it must've been like years. Cause I haven't been to Vancouver for a while. It was like, it was like a, well, I, maybe it's because of COVID, but mm-hmm. it was like a ghost town. There's like nobody around because yeah. virtual, virtu, virtuous pie, that um, pizza place, that's mm-hmm. in Chinatown. Uh, okay. So I went there to pick up like the pizza and I was just walking mm-hmm. around and we're trying to find, cause it was dining only. So we're trying to find a place to like sit down and eat outside. We're like, oh, we should go to like a park. But then mm-hmm. it just didn't look very inviting, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're yeah. like, uh, we're like a bunch of little girls. We're like, uh, no. So we ended up going to Stanley Park to eat it because we didn't want to like sit in some shady park. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, but the uh, beach, like Kitsilano Beach was really cool. Mm-hmm. That area was really cool. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Do you feel, do you feel relaxed and ready for, uh, ready to be back in the workplace and stuff now after oh, your lovely God holiday? Damn. God damn, Daniel. No, I ain't feeling relaxed today, all day. I'll be crazed as usual. Oh. I'll be straight back into the craziness. Oh, God damn, Rose. <laughs> God damn, you crazy as hell. I needed that vacation, though. I needed it. Yeah. Oh, I, I need I feel like I... Well, to be fair, this whole summer for me has been like a little bit of a vacation. Uh, yeah, excuse so. me, Mr. I... Oh, can we talk about your job? Is that is that um, Yeah. I mean, well, I start... I'm supposed to start my job next week, which will be really, really exciting. Uh, okay, wait. No, we need, we need to... Because we haven't talked about it yet. No, no, no. Um, so, so, well, let, shall we talk about Daniel's uh, big life update, which oh, is... God. God I got damn. a job. Daniel got yeah. a job. Which is exciting. I'm really, it was like really um, just a kind of a huge relief, I guess. Um, yes. <clears throat> because obviously given this time and everything else, like, I mean, I'm fortunate that my parents are like supporting me right now. So like I'm at mm-hmm. my parents' house and everything else. But like, I don't want to be here forever. I'm 32 years old. Like I'm ready to get going with my life. So mm-hmm. Um, and I was getting a bit concerned because I was putting quite a lot of like applications and stuff out there and just obviously given the markets and everything else, I just not hearing anything back. Um, but then luckily did get a job offer, which is really exciting. I'm supposed to start next week, but. Oh my God, next week. Yeah. But, uh. What's the but? I'm not going to the office, so I'm going to be working from home. Well, I mean, that's obvious. So it's understandable. Um. Are you not, are you not happy about that? No, no. I mean, I kind of like, I I'm used, I'm so used to, maybe it's like my old school thinking or something, but like, I'm used to when you start a new job, like going into the office. Right. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, I and, think everyone is. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, you're just used to like, for example, if you have a problem with something or whatever, you can just turn to your neighbor be like, Oh, Hey, like, how do yeah. you do this? Whereas like when you're at home, you're more like isolated, I guess. But I guess in some ways it's just gonna be interesting actually how it's going to all work. Like I, I imagine mm-hmm. that, I'd have a lot of conversations like we're having right now with coworkers yes. and stuff. So I think that there'll be a lot of be... Zoom calls and just like random like Skype calls. Yeah. That's yeah. probably going to be my, my whole day is going to be Zooming, you know? Oh, sh- <laughs> you're so lame. <laughs> oh my God. The bad dad jokes are coming out, Daniel. Oh God. This is what happens as we get older, you know? I just start no, to get like No, it's not really... to, not to me. Only to you, Daniel. <laughs> I've always, I've always had pretty cheesy jokes that's though, true. to be honest. This is very so, true. Some things, some things never change. Like, oh my God, there was, I was like watching TV the other day and I sent this clip to Rose because there was this commercial that came on for Tim Hortons. And all of a sudden in this commercial, like they were like, I was, wasn't really paying attention because I don't usually watch the commercials. And all of a sudden I said, I heard them say, save a cookie for Rose 
or Daniel. And I was like, <laughs> what is going on? So I like paused it, rewound it. And it was just yeah. so funny. Like, See, I was well, like, that's oh actually God. funny because yeah. it's just funny. <laughs> and, it, and it was like, and it was Rose was an Asian lady and Daniel was a white Shut guy up. as well. I'm serious. Shut up. Was it? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah. That's why I laughed even harder. Cause I was like, that is what hilarious. Is this yeah. I just saw, so. I just heard like Rose and Daniel and, and then I heard you laughing and I was like, Pah! yeah. <laughs> oh my I'm God. Like that. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Will you be starting your job? Are you starting on Monday next Monday? I'm supposed to. Yeah. Lord. I know it's so scary, but I haven't received like any, um, any of the stuff yet. Like, so I need to get a laptop okay. and everything else, but hopefully that will be coming soon. And then yeah, I can get, oh my get God. started. You going to start working. You'll be a working man. Mm. Finally making some monies. Oh God damn. God and then I'll damn. be living downtown soon. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. I'm so excited. I don't know. It's going to be, I'm like, yes. I, I like, and I don't know how a lot of other people felt with this whole Corona situation, but I feel like a lot of people would like echo the sentiment as well is in many aspects, I feel like life has been kind of like, especially for me, cause I didn't have a job and stuff has been on, on hold. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've kind of been like just paused. And now yeah. I feel like now things are starting to get into motion now. And I can like, you know, start planning for my future, you know, God oh, damn. God damn. what, what be in your future, Daniels, well, an apartment living, in downtown, living downtown, getting to spend lots of quality time with you. Oh God damn. Maybe meeting me as someone special. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm well, not going to hold a... my breath for that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think the reason that I think you would love Vancouver is that there's a lot bigger of a gay population. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but, but we talked about, about, we talked about this before. You're going to talk about that's... the jam issue. Exactly. Because I lived in London and we all know in London, there'd be a lot of guys. And um, I felt like I honestly did feel like dating in London. It was like a lot more intense and like, yeah, because everyone, I feel like everyone's always looking for the next best thing. Right. And when you have so many matches on your phone and like, you can be like, oh, I can be out with like four different guys this week. What's making this person so special? I know that's a really bad way to look at it. Like, but I feel like that's what everyone was doing. And I feel like maybe, I don't know, I've never dated in Vancouver, so I have no idea. Um, but maybe, maybe Vancouver be... is like a good middle ground, do you know? Cause That's it's not true. that big of a city. That's big... actually a good point. Mm-hmm. Should and we, shall we move to Vancouver? Oh, you go, you go to Vancouver first. Maybe I follow you later. Oh, God damn. You never go to follow know. me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that, uh, uh, from the female perspective, from a straight female perspective, the, uh, the male pool is not mm-hmm. very good. That's what I heard. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe people in Vancouver can vouch for some. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they can give us some experience. But I heard so, from yeah. some, some of my friends that, you know, there are more women than men in Vancouver. Therefore, women are more desperate and men are more arrogant and they don't try really? as hard. This is what I heard. This is just from, you know, okay. a couple people. It could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. It could just be based on anecdotes whatever but and it could be based on those people's experiences right like yes like everything in life you know what i mean exa- exactly because because someone could come to like calgary for example and have like a really bad time dating and then mm-hmm. have like a negative vibe about calgary as well you know oh god damn well you go to vancouver you vet you vet the straight boys over there you tell me <laughs> how it goes yeah, okay i'll be like i'll be like rose i've got some i've met some potential um lovely straight guys that i'll guess what they happen to be vegan as well so oh see that's really, the, that's the thing there's probably more vegan guys in vancouver there would be i have a feeling there would be. yeah I mean, it wouldn't be like such a you know <clears throat> like in calgary it's like they're basically not exist. It's like, it's like an urban myth, you know, it's a unit. They're like unicorns, you know? Yes. The straight gay man. Oh no. The straight gay man. Straight <laughs> vegan man. <laughs> oh God. Dude, that'd be, that, I, I guarantee I would put money down that there'd be more vegans in Vancouver and also in Toronto. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Cause it's just like, also you have bigger cities and there's going to be bigger, um, population and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. If anything, that would be the selling point for me. Oh, see, that's the selling point for, yeah. for BC in general. Mm. It's like, there's just more vegan options. Even if you yeah. just go to some, like we stopped by this random um, little Asian 
uh, like diner thing in um, Kelowna yeah. on our way back. It was called Mad Mango. And we had just like, because we were trying to go for brunch at this like, you know, popular brunch place. Mm-hmm. But then it was like way too long of a line. So we found Mad Mango, which was like a small little Asian like diner, whatever. Yeah. And we went there. And at first I was like, oh, I don't know what I can get. But they have this like vegan menu in this like random little place. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and that kind of stuff happened like multiple times. Uh, yeah. oh, and like we went to, when we went to Kitsilano Beach, my friend wanted to go to this place called the Cider House just okay. for ciders, like after we had lunch. And mm-hmm. it happened, it just so happened to be a fully vegan restaurant. I didn't even know. Like all oh, their food crazy. menu was vegan. Like unfortunately I had just eaten, so I wasn't like yeah. hungry, but I was like, oh my mm-hmm. God, that's so cool. But this is the thing. I do think also like in, in BC in general, I just feel like it's a little bit more of a like less, it's less conservative than Alberta, right? Oh, 1,000%. So like, and I feel like that's like reflective as in the mindset, the kind mm-hmm. of a lot of different things in, in BC. And also like, if you think about like, especially like Alberta, like our, one of our main products is beef. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. we're less likely to have. Oh God, why are we here? Many- I know. Well, now damn. I'm having an identity crisis. This is so true though. Like if there's one thing, another thing that would mm-hmm. get me to BC versus mm-hmm. Alberta is the mindset. It's like that more liberal thinking, left leaning. Yeah. Cause like I can't, that's one of the main issues I have with living here in Alberta is like, I yeah. can't relate to like half the mindsets that people have because people are so much more conservative than I yeah. am. So I feel like almost like I'm in this like conservative bubble that I don't want to be in. So mm. that it, that would be such a good reason for me to move to Vancouver, but fuck me. Why is it so expensive? I know. If it wasn't so expensive, honestly, like I think I honestly like personally think if it wasn't so expensive, I would have maybe tried to go before. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I would have maybe tried to get a job there or whatever, but it is the fact that like, it's just so expensive to live there. It's like like if London, you wanna... it's like a London situation. Like we're exactly. not gonna be able to buy a house. Exactly. We would never be able to like, well, we might be able to mm-hmm. in, in in like years and years and years, but you know, oh God. God maybe we should move to Kelowna, but oh that'd be too damn. small. I know Kelowna's really small and yeah. somebody that I know moved there and I don't want to see that person. So oh, who's that? Per- <laughs> oh, oh shit. Okay. Sounds good. Are we, um, are we gonna, are we gonna talk about news or are we just catching up? Oh like, yeah. What's happening? Well, well, do you I have some we- stuff? I do have a few things, not much oh, God, today. Well, can That's we talk thought... about the goddamn fires? Oh, goddamn. This is the thing that I was going to talk to you about. I Literally. knew it. Oh, God, it's we're on so the same, same level, you know? That wavelength. What, what it, wavelength. The same wavelength. That wavelength be coming through all of our devices right yeah, now. Yeah, all of the devices. <laughs> damn, all 17 of these devices back like we're in Spain again. <laughs> uh, back like I'm in Spain. Um, so the two main things, so because we actually... <laughs> spent a lot of time catching up as per usual. Um, yes. But the two main stories that I wanted to talk about. So one of them is the fires. So I have a specific article about the fires. Um, and then also it's like a little thing, but have you heard about this TikTok Benadryl challenge as well? No. Oh my oh God. God. I already okay. am cringing. Oh my God. I know. Do they chug okay. Benadryl? I will. Ca- we'll come okay. to that one. Okay. Let's, let's, let's talk about the fires first, Rose. Do you oh, have God some damn. opening remarks about the fires? Well, I have some personal experience with these fires because I'll be in BC and BC oh, be yeah. smoky as all hail. So we oh, got God. lucky because, um, the beginning of our trip was perfectly fine. We didn't have yeah. any issues. We were in Tofino. It was beautiful. And as the last day, um, as we were leaving Tofino, Mm-hmm. We noticed like a ton of smoke and like fire, like or just smoke in the air. And we were like, what the fuck? And we we found out it was from I think the California fires. Yeah. And and then of course we came back to uh I think in Vancouver. I can't remember if it was smoky that day, but mm-hmm. um it was smoky in Penticton, it was smoky in Kelowna. So it was yeah. just smoky at the end of our trip. But luckily we had done like all the kind of scenic stuff mm-hmm. already. Because Tofino, yeah. if it was smoky, it would have like ruined the whole trip because the whole point of Tofino yeah. is to like see the scenery. Um, but yeah, so like it kind of worked out in a weird sense. But yeah, it was super smoky. And I found out that it happened because of a gender reveal party. Oh, God. <laughs> As if the, I did this... not hate gender reveal parties already. I know. Okay. So let's just, okay. The <laughs> thing is, so I've seen also onto like in conjunction with this, I've seen like so many pictures and postings of like, you know, like the really famous golden gate bridge and like other things. And they show it in this like crazy haze because of these fires. Yeah. 
And it's like this like almost, but it almost looks like eerily beautiful at the same time because of this like orange right. haze in the sky and stuff. Um, but the thing is, so I've been like, this whole story is about these gen- these freaking gender reveal parties. Um, I guess like California at this time of the year, um, they do have a lot of like natural fires. So this yes. time of the year they do. But like what the issue is, is because it's like really hot and really dry there. It's like people doing stupid shit makes it worse. So I'm going to read you this. Oh my <laughs> okay. God. Read, read me this article. Okay. So a gender reveal party in San Bernard. Bernard? San Bernardino. Oh, San Bernardino. Bernardino. Okay. Yeah. County, California, over the weekend resulted in the catastrophic El Dorado fire, which has consumed over 10,000 acres of land and is still raging four days later. So basically, I guess what had happened is um, they had this like uh, device, you know, like those, like, you know what those gender reveal parties, they like, sometimes they'll release smoke and stuff. Right. Right. So they had this like special device. I don't know what they're called, but like, anyway, um, this like smoking device and the device was in a really dry area in a grass field park. And this smoke device, I guess, just created this, started this whole fire. So they, they revealed this gender because it's such a fucking big deal. Yeah. And then it just started the fire immediately after yeah. they revealed well, the gender. Yeah. Well, and get this, this has been going on for a little while now because the article continues to say, this is only the latest in a string of seemingly apocalyptic gender reveals, including another fire in Arizona that oh burned God. down over 47,000 acres of land. And what, what happened with this one is the father, apparently he shot a rifle that had this like special component in it called, tannerite or something some kind of chemical that like explodes and like reveals the gender and the smoke and everything which is hugely explosive hugely flammable and that created the fire there in arizona and then in 2017 apparently um there was a death of a grandmother at a, a gender reveal party in iowa after she was struck in the head with debris from a canister that was intended to spray pink confetti that malfunctioned Okay, so I'm just going to go on the record and say that we should just ban gender reveal parties because A, they're fucking stupid and B, they are obviously very fucking dangerous. Yeah, well, I don't, I, this is the thing. I have like, okay, I I think that, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with a gender reveal party. Like I might be on the opposite side of the fence of you with this one, Rose, but I do think- You're just nicer than me. <laughs> no, um, but I do think th- I, I do think there's smarter ways to do it. Like I just feel like if you are in a really like a park that probably I'm sure California has fire warnings during this time of the year and all this kind of stuff. Like you shouldn't be releasing or having devices that are releasing smoke and exploding on grass in the middle of a heat wave. Like mm-hmm. it's just common sense. So I just feel like there's better ways to do it. Like I know some people, what they'll do is they'll have like little cakes or something where they cut open the cake and inside the cake is blue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something that's like, you can still have a fun way to like reveal. Cause obviously these people are excited to let people know of what, you know, what gender that they're having. Um, but at the same time, like there's smarter ways to go about doing it. I feel like. Yeah. I, don't know. I am on the fence. I am on the camp of no gender reveal party. Mm-hmm. Look, well, it says, here's the thing. I've been to a gender yeah. reveal party. It's fine. Yeah. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was my friend. But you know what the funny thing is? I was complaining about gender reveal parties. And then my friend's like, well, you know, I'm going to have one. <laughs> She's like, uh, I hope you come. I was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> You're like, God damn. I guess I'm forced to. Well, just yeah. let them know not to have freaking explosives. And I'm pretty in the sure it was it. an explosive situation. Oh, God. Tell but them why usually- can't people just have a cake? Yeah, but that's usually how they do it. Well, yeah, why true. do you need it? Okay, I'm sorry, but why do you need to have a fucking gender? Okay, there's something called a baby shower. That's very, you oh, know, yeah. just just have a fucking baby shower. I know, and I was I, feel- I was actually talking to my friend about this. Uh, actually, when we were, because we were on this road trip and we heard that it was a gender reveal party. I was like, it's yeah. fucking dumb. Why do you need to have a fucking gender reveal motherfucking party? Mm-hmm. You're already having, <sighs> this is going into different territory. <laughs> I'm going to sound, <laughs> I'm going to sound like a bitter old woman. Okay. Let me just oh, warn God, you right bros. now. Oh God, bros. Oh God. Uh-oh. Look, here's the thing. <laughs> You are already forcing people to come to a gender reveal party. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to force people to come to potentially a baby shower. Mm-hmm. And then people are going to feel pressure to either bring you gifts for both. Yeah. Okay. And bring you their time and energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. When the first one is absolutely unnecessary. Like yeah. there are two potential outcomes, maybe three if you have twins. Okay. Yeah. It's a man or, or <laughs> it's a male or a female or twins. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I don't need to know what the gender of like, just tell me. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And this is the thing I think. (laughs) I'm just a bitter old woman. No, but it does. I I get your point because it's like it does kind of like um, not emphasize, emphasize, emphasize like this kind of um, almost like uh, what am I trying to say? Like this creation of like excess. Do you know what I mean? Things that we don't need, things that we don't need to do. Exactly. Thank you. we already have like a baby shower. You're right. And that's typically, you know, celebrating that you're, you're pregnant, you're going to have a baby. So mm-hmm. that should be the kind of like, but this whole like gender reveal and all this stuff, like, yeah, it's almost like an, another layer. So now you have that, then you have, you know, and it's like, it's almost like weddings as well. Now I feel like weddings yes. are starting to get built up to be this huge, I mean, there's so many things now that lead up to being like weddings, like mm-hmm. obviously you have bachelorettes, bachelor parties, but then there's sometimes other stuff that goes on engagement parties. Like there's just, it's almost like this constant um, celebration yeah. of like, and it seems very selfish and watch me. I have a gender reveal guys. When I I get know, yeah, no, I'm going to, I'm going to keep fucking this record the shit and tell me if I, if I ever talk about having a gender reveal party, please I will send you this podcast, <laughs> send me this fucking podcast. And I'll be like, no, I'm not having a gender reveal party because here's yeah. the thing. It's, Oh God, it's just so like, <laughs> so much it's like okay mm. we're, we're already celebrating your fucking baby because you're having a baby shower and that's awesome whatever that's enough you don't need to have mm. five parties for your unborn child okay yeah and like well, other people don't need to be you know giving up their time and energy and money to celebrate your unborn child it's awesome <laughs> we can yeah we can you know celebrate when the child gets here and it's exactly yeah. the same with weddings too it's like it's like here's because usually people get married so before they get married, maybe they have an engagement party. Then they get, uh, they get what they do a bridal party, whatever bachelorette. And then they do the wedding. Okay. Lots of money spent on, on these people. Okay. From other people. Okay. Yeah. And then they're going to get pregnant. Then they're going to have a fucking gender reveal party. And then they're going to have a motherfucking baby shower. And then you have to go to the goddamn kids like first birthday. (laughs) And it's like, fuck me. And I was just saying, it's like, if you stay single through this whole time and never have a child, you will never like get any of that shit back. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we need to have kids now, Rose. We need to start cashing cashing in on this stuff you know like seriously i was just talking to my friends because like some we were talking while we were in the car because we were road tripping and like i haven't been to many weddings yet but um my like some of my friends have been to like 10 plus weddings i've been to a lot and then each time i don't know how like white weddings work like do you do you give money (laughs) (laughs) yeah you usually like would give a gift or you there'd be a donate like you give money okay okay because like with asian weddings it seems that it's exclusively just money like cash Mm. So each yeah. time you give like, let's say like between a hundred and $200. Okay. Yeah. Per wedding. And it's like, if you go to like 10 of these and if you are in like the bridal party or the, the grooms, the grooms party is, 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 is what it's called? Yeah, I think so. Groom's I don't party? know what it's called. Groomsman? I don't know. <laughs> if you're one of the groomsmen, yes. Or one of the bridesmaids. Yeah. Then you're spending yeah. a lot more money because you have to maybe, you know, pay for the bachelorette party and you have to pay for the, you know, bigger gifts and all that stuff. Mm. So it's like so much money from other people and it's like a lot of mm. pressure on other people. No, you know? 100%. It's, it's, it, and then it if is you stay single, you don't get any of those fucking benefits. I know. Well, this is why we need to, you know what? We need to <laughs> hurry is, up. This before, is a reason before... to get married. <laughs> yeah. Just for the gifts and the yes. party. <laughs> I swear. This is why people have weddings. I'm not oh, even God joking. Damn. But I guess, I guess at the end of the day, like your wedding would probably be more expensive than the money that you would get from people anyways. So that is true. You'd be you'd be spending a lot. Um, one of the points I was gonna... like you're just doing it because you want to have a nice wedding. Yeah. So I don't know. True. Hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> one thing I was gonna say as well with these with these going back to these gender mm-hmm. reveal parties. So um, another argument or what people are saying about them is, and I'm on the again on the fence on this, but it's like having these gender reveal parties, like boy or girl or whatever. Um, and the emphasis on going all out with like, for example, for girls like dolls and pretty kittens and certain decor, decor, sorry, decor, mm-hmm. um, and doing like sports and dinosaurs and monster trucks for the party spread, depending on what the gender is, is really reinforcing again, like that, our idea of masculinity and femininity, which we've talked about, it's not necessarily dependent on the some, somebody's gender, right? Right. That's so, true. It's a good point. Yeah. So yeah, it's such a good point. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, and it's it's strange because I feel like gender reveal parties became more popular 
recently yeah no they have they've like exploded because like it used to be but why like a handful of people do it but the, this last year or two it's been like insane like it's yeah. like everybody it's like blown up why this should not it, be blowing up it's gone viral. It's it's literally blown up and causing forest fires. Okay, yeah. goddamn, this gender reveal exactly. shit's exploding everywhere. And here's the thing: it's like, yeah, in I mean, you make a good point because in the age of people being overly politi- politically correct about gender mm-hmm. and gender identity and not, you know, having such stereotypes about gender, it's funny yeah. that gender reveal parties all of a sudden became so popular. It's like exactly. I thought we weren't going to focus so much on gender and gender identity, and you know, exactly. like. And you saying know, that blue yeah. represents a boy, pink represents a girl, this, yeah. all this kind of stuff. That's, again, reinforcing those stereotypes when really, at the end of the day, those colors are only that way because we've assigned them in yeah. the past to be that way. Do you yeah. know what I mean? If that makes sense? Yeah. Um, and I just think, I just think again, and I don't want to like, cause I'm sure there's lots of people that, you know, have these gender, gender <laughs> yeah, reveal parties. I feel so mean guys. Yeah. If you've had a gender reveal party, you're not a bad person. I'm just, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm like half joking. It's obviously not yeah. that big of a deal. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, I just think, um, I think with the gender reveal parties, I think there's a way to do it, uh, where it is less dangerous. Like I think these people that are again, doing explosives and doing all this stuff in public parks that are, you know, during a hot and dry season is just a recipe for disaster. Um, and I, yeah, I just think that there's a better way to go about doing it. So, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe less wasteful. Exactly. And I just, again, you're right. Like with this whole, you know, political correctness and how we're trying to like move forward and break, break through gender stereotypes and norms and stuff. And yet we're still assigning blue for boys, pink for girls. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like going back to what we're trying to like break away from. I don't know. It's And what if if the baby turns out to be like a transgender, you know? How do you know? What if if your baby is... You know, is male at birth, but then decides to be a woman. What, what are you going to do then? You're going to have this gender exactly. reveal party? <laughs> but this is it. This is what they say that also hurts like trans kids. Or, you know, some people, they'll have complications or or, or they'll have a child that's, um, I can't remember what it's called, but when they're born with like, yes, with both genders and they have to like decide, yes. know, try to decide which one to go with or whatever. So it's just kind of, yeah, I don't know. I just think. It's just know, so stick- unnecessary. It's just yeah, so it's just- unnecessary. And like, to be fair, it might be enjoyable, like to a very small group of people, but then like yeah. maybe have it with your, you know, parents. And yeah. then like, cause like I can guarantee you like most of your friends don't really care that much. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's going to be one or the other. Like not that they don't mm-hmm. care about your baby, but it's like, of course. Yeah. It's going to be one or the other. Yeah. Or maybe something else. Okay. See, so see, it's the not, thing, it's the not thing much is, of a mystery, you know? Exactly. The thing is I get the, I get the concept and idea of having a baby shower, for example, because like quite often what a baby shower represents is like somebody got pregnant and the baby shower represents like a time to like celebrate that, but also like to get the couple, like, cause typically the baby showers that I've been to, you would come with a gift, but quite often the the fam, the couple would like register. So maybe they need like diapers or all of this stuff, like actual stuff that they would need for when the baby's born Mm -hmm. and just kind of helps them out. But again, this whole like gender reveal, it's just kind of like almost like you're right, this excess, unnecessary, another party, another extra mm-hmm. thing that we're doing in in our Western society, I feel like of of excess, yeah. you know, so I just think, yeah, I think we should have <laughs> there's an episode of sex and sex in the city where Samantha, well, all of them, they go to a baby shower and yeah. then they don't have a very good time come out. And then Samantha's like, I'm going to throw an. I'm going to throw and I don't have a baby shower. So she's like, I don't have a baby. And she starts like <laughs> pouring champagne. I'm like, we should have an, I, I don't have a baby shower. Cause it, should we do it? Yes. <laughs> nobody celebrates single people. Like I'm like half serious about this because nobody celebrates you single people and people that don't have babies. People should be able to sell. Like you don't get like a day where you're like, you know, Oh, like congratulations on not, you know, having a baby, even though that's mm-hmm. also a pretty good choice to make, but you exactly. only, this- Yes. That's a really interesting one. And I think we've talked about this like before with with regards to like expectations, societal expectations and stuff. And you're right. It comes back down to even people that get married and stuff like engagement parties and stuff. I'm all for it. Like, great. You know, you're getting engaged. I'm happy for you, whatever else. But at the same time, it's like that by doing that and not celebrating also, because I think also sometimes being single is not the end of the world. It's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people choose to be single. Um, Should also be something that's kind of celebrated, you know? So So should we have a I'm single as fuck party? I think Hell maybe yeah. we should. Oh, I think God we should. damn. <laughs> damn. Well, we can't right now, but you know, when, when the, when this situation uh-huh. comes down, whenever it does, you know, 
God damn. I don't know. I, so th- that- I do feel like single people should, should have more parties, you know? Mm. I don't know what kind <laughs> of parties. I think single people do generally have more parties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just more well, fun ones, you know? Yeah. Maybe, um, we, maybe we should have an I got a job party, you know? Mm-hmm. I got whatever party. I did this party. <laughs> you know, I didn't get married and divorced party. Yeah. Oh, this shit. Is, oh, God damn, Rosie being controversial is okay. all <laughs> in tarnation in this podcast. I, I, I being a bitter old woman. <laughs> oh, God. No, but I do think, again, like, it's just like, yeah, it's it's kind of, as somebody that's single, I'm happy to go to these events and stuff, but it doesn't necessarily yeah. put pressure on me thinking, is this what I have to do to have a celebration for people to, like, think that I'm being successful in life? Right, right. I have to have a baby shower. I have to have an engagement party. Yeah. Because that's what we're celebrating as a, as a society versus, like, what if I'm, like, really successful in my career and I happen to, like, just, you know, be by myself? Like, is that something that shouldn't be celebrated? Like, I don't know. Should, that's I what society is telling us. Well, exactly. They're saying mm-hmm. that we need to, need to find another person to be like complete. So, and we need to have a family to like be happy and successful and yeah. whatever. Oh God damn! Well, it's like that movie. Did I tell you? Did you watch that movie, The Lobster? I haven't seen it yet. No, I Daniel, need to watch it though. I know. you need to watch this movie. How many times have I told you? <laughs> like maybe a hundred. Okay, so this. Oh my God! Seriously, you need to watch this movie. Well, I've already basically told you the whole premises, but um, if you guys haven't seen the movie, The Lobster, it's a very strange. Uh, interesting film, which I really like. Like an indie film. Very indie. It's kind of like, yeah. they called it like dark comedy, although I didn't really see the comedy part until I saw it the second time. But yeah, basically the premise of the film is that uh, it's like a dystopian world mm-hmm. where being single is illegal. So you're not allowed yeah. to be single. So if you're single, uh, so let's say you're like newly single, like you were in a relationship, but then you're like newly single. Then what they mm-hmm. do is they take you to this like hotel with all the other single people. And then you get 45 days to find a partner in that hotel, like within that, you know, environment. Yeah. And then you have to partner up. So you have to like find a mate within those 45 days or they turn you into an animal. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And then... And it's really interesting because they, so they show that. And then they also have like a other side where in the wild, you have like the single people that are kind of like living outside the law. So they're kind of like mm. living in the forest, like not living within society and they're just yeah. like doing their own thing. And then uh, it's so interesting because yeah, I feel I like it's kind it. of like a, it's like an analogy, like it's like a comparison mm. to kind What's of real life now? And it like, is yeah, it's obviously an exaggeration but yeah. it's kind of like you know you get deemed as a second class citizen if you are mm-hmm. you know single versus like married and in a partnership um yep. and that's kind of like in a very less extreme way i guess yeah like how our society views single people um yeah. i think it's gotten a lot better now compared to like our parents time obviously yeah. um but even, like, even our parents you- time we would be too old to be single right that's now true. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But even even if you think like to a lesser degree, I agree with you that that, that movie is obviously an extreme exaggeration of mm-hmm. what's going on now, right? Like a met- like a kind of uh, yeah metaphor almost. Um, but I would I would argue that like you know even now if you think about it, like think about like you know uh, some of the 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 tax breaks or different things that you can do that are available when you're in a couple or with somebody you know mm. married you know what mm-hmm, i mean there's mm-hmm. definitely like for example benefits. i know that ben- huge benefits so like if your like spouse is earning less than you i think there's a way or at least in the uk i don't know about in canada i'd have to do more research but like there's a way where you can use some of your spouse's like um contribution limits for their rsp and like you can you know to, right. to tax to tax plan together and you have like you know you're considered common law after a certain amount of time which has its own little benefits and stuff so mm-hmm. there's like little things where it's like even today in in our society it's saying you need to be in a couple to get these benefits yeah do you know what I, you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and then if so your relationship it, breaks up then it's like oh you've like this failed, like you, you have a yeah. failed relationship. Whereas, you know, you could have just had a good relationship and now you want to be single. Like, exactly. You know, it's not a failed relationship, not necessarily, mm-hmm. but exactly. we you see, could have learned something yeah. good from it. And exactly. Guys, amicable separation and you just parted ways. I mean, this happens all the time. So yes. Yeah. So all yes, right. more of the story is don't have gender reveal parties <laughs> 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 and, uh, don't invite me to one. No, just no. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh shoot i guess i no. should, should cancel that even that mail that i was oh god yours. no i'm just joking if one of my friends wants to invite me to a gender reveal i will go and i will be nice yeah. and i will be you know it'll be a fun time you know it's a reason yeah. to hang out with my friends but don't be using explosives in the goddamn park i know <laughs> or just don't have a gender reveal party <laughs> or that or that oh god oh, i'm god such a damn. bitch <laughs> <laughs> no you're not like honestly like we're just this is just my opinion okay yeah we're just speaking our mind here and just being open mm, it, and honest it'd be the and, savage like, podcast not exactly. the nice bitch podcast exactly. you know it is the savage podcast for a reason and yeah so we're gonna give our little our little savage takes yeah so so the last story that i wanted to talk about really quickly this will be a fast one anyway um, oh yeah the tiktok i need to know oh, about this god i didn't even know about this and i heard about this the other day and i was like what is this so basically apparently really sad a teen died after doing oh, this god. um tiktok benadryl challenge um, a 15 year old girl in Oklahoma has reportedly died after taking an excessive amount of anti-allergy medication Benadryl as part of this challenge on social media, um, app called TikTok. So basically what people have been doing as this contest is like, they're like trying to take a bunch of these, um, Benadryl, like a- allergy medication, and it gives them this kind of like high? hallucination, high kind of effect. Um, but then there's also like so many, um, side effects and things that could happen with taking Benadryl and doctors have been like, do not I be mean, doing yes. this. Uh-huh. Like it's just really, really bad. And the thing that really sucks with these kind of like viral challenges, I feel like a lot of the time people are always trying to one up each other as well. Yes. So one person will be like, I took 14 of them. Well, I'm going to take 16. Well, I'm going to do, and it just turns into this monster. And it's like these young kids doing these challenges thinking it's going to be fun and then dying or oh you know, my god horrible things are happening going into seizures cardiac arrest all of this stuff so it's just yeah oh my god just, children oh god this is why i'm afraid to have children because in the age of social media there's so much dumb shit and like kids are not they're not old enough and mature enough to know the difference mm-hmm. sometimes there's this, this, this to me though, is like, it's interesting because I well I feel like there's been these challenges all the time. Like I seem to remember there was a challenge where people would like, it wasn't like on social media, but people would like try to choke themselves until they blacked out. Yeah. And then and that was like a challenge at one point. And like, there's just so many of these challenges and it's like, oh my God, why, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Well, social media makes it 10 times worse because I remember exactly. also a few years ago, they had another challenge. I think it was like called neck. Oh, oh my God. What was it called? I can't remember what it was called, but basically mm. it was the dumbest thing. So, oh, I think it was called neck nominate or something. I don't know why it was called that, okay. but basically you would do a video again of like you, let's say drinking a shot and mm. then you're like, oh, I neck nominate like Daniel. And then yeah. you have to like one up me. So it's like, it's exactly uh, what you said. And then no, multiple people have died because yeah. like people would be drinking like an entire bottle ch- of gin vodka yeah or gin and i'm like what are you doing and these are like some of them were like you know they're obviously uh, like of age people i mean yeah. not obviously but like they were of age but it's mm-hmm. like what are you doing like stop this is not worth it ah, i know ah. i just don't yeah i mean it's just sad social media this is one of the, so I think there's some really great things about social media, but then I also think on the flip side, there's also some real negatives. And mm-hmm. this is one of them when they get these kind of crazy, um, challenges and stuff like that. So I think, you know, you mentioned like, this is why you're scared to have kids, but I think the best that you can do with your kids is just try to be like, as, um, not prescriptive, but just be like open and transparent with them and say like, talk to them about this stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And hope that your kids would be smart enough, (laughs) smart enough not to do this because you know, and I could see how people like, especially kids can easily get wrapped up in this stuff. They won't really want to fit in with a certain crowd or, you know, and, and they can just get sucked into this. So it's just, uh, and it's really sad, you know, unnecessarily, unnecessary death, unfortunately. So, well, goddamn, I did not know that TikTok be, I mean, oh my God, Benadryl challenge, like really? I know. This is why drugs should probably be legal because kids will do dumb shit like this. I'd rather they smoke some weed. You know what I mean? Just smoke some weed. Okay. (laughs) Because it's better than taking Benadryl and dying from taking Benadryl. Oh God. You know, this is the kind of stuff it's like, I don't know. Cause like they obviously want to get high or something. Yeah. So like that's their thing. But if you just... I don't know, let them just smoke some weed. Then they'll know mm-hmm. what it feels like to be high instead of like choking True. yourself or fucking taking Benadryl. <laughs> like, fuck. Just crazy. Honestly. So yeah, 
just anyway really that wraps up our um podcast of me being a bitch and being <laughs> well, i was like extra savage today but i'm very passionate Damn. about this like the whole gender Those, reveal i was gonna say i think that that really struck a nerve with you rose that was well, like you a know very... what i mean i'll just say that i won't be the one uh causing california wildfires because of an explosive that is going to tell me which of the ch- which of the two genders my child is okay exactly so, so don't blame oh, me God. for being a little savage. Do, exactly. If I do have a gender reveal party, which I probably wouldn't because you, you know, um, <laughs> I would probably do it with a cake or something, you know, something very chill. You wouldn't because or, I just, I'll make fun of you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I won't have one because I'm scared of the retribution from Rose. You know, no, I'm scared well, what will happen. We'd we be adopting little babies. Oh, that's right. So mm-hmm. they no need for a different... gender reveal. That's true. Because I'll be like, surprise, there's my kid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyways, god dang. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, guys, if I offended any of you because, you know, apparently I like to offend people nowadays. But um, it's all in good fun, my friends. Exactly. And, and, And those of you that have been with us from the beginning of the Savage Podcast, you know what our podcast is like and that this is just kind of, you know, just fun little, what we would call it, banter between yes. two people, just talking about different different things. Um, and obviously, again, I do want to say, like, we welcome other people's opinions and everything of else. Course. I know some people have sent us messages and comments about, you know, certain things that we've talked about that maybe they've agreed partially with, but then there's some other points that they wanted to bring up and stuff. So definitely welcome that in a constructive way, right? Like, I think there's a way that you can... Um, you know, talk to people about stuff and, and mm-hmm. say, maybe you have a different point or view on gender reveal parties. Sure. I'd like to hear it and let me know, but you know, there's a way to go about doing it as well. So mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. All right, you Captain. guys. So thank you so much yeah. for listening. Once again, we mm-hmm. are on Patreon, patreon.com slash the savage podcast. You can get our episodes a week earlier than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And you get a bonus episode every single month. We're also on Instagram. If you guys want to follow mm-hmm. us at the savage podcast, tell your friends, tell your family, come back next tell week. Tell everyone. Tell everybody. <laughs> don't be having yeah. no gender reveal party. Good night. Oh, God dang. <laughs> <laughs> and we will, yeah, thanks again so much for tuning in, guys. And we will, we will see you next week. Bye.